Welcome back, y'all, to the Fourth and Gold podcast. I'm Taylor Thompson here with Brandon Mraz to talk about the third Saturday in October. Another Alabama beating Tennessee, which is funny because it's actually not the third Saturday in October because it's Corona season, but it still didn't alter the fact that it was our 14th straight win over the Volunteers. So, Brandon, tell me how you're feeling. Uh, yeah, smoke my feet down, guys. Uh, again, we got to lead off with the show by sending our condolences to Jalen Waddle and hoping for a speedy and fast recovery for him. Jalen Waddle went down on the first play of the game. On a kickoff return against Tennessee yesterday, uh, sources saying um, left an- or right ankle injury, mm-hmm. um, similar to Kenyon Drake's a few years back with a both a bra- uh, fracture and a uh, sprain. So seems to be out for the rest of the season. Uh, postseason is still unclear, but um, you know, we support him in everything he does, and we wish the best for him, and we appreciate his years at Alabama. If this was the last time, we will see him in a Crimson Tide uniform. Oh, that is heartbreaking to say. It was seeing that yesterday. I mean, me and Brandon are sitting watching the game together, and it was the first, it's the, you know, it's the start of the game, and he's getting hauled off, and we're like, what? The, the, he, he is our offense, you know? We're like, what's going on? And then to fast forward to halftime, and Saban announces at halftime didn't even wait you know to tell us that he's gonna be out for the season and it's like what you know yeah it was heartbreaking uh as much as taylor wanted to confirm it to me yesterday i did not want to believe it even though she showed me several sources several sources and he kept telling me i was wrong no i know typical brandon um but yeah we had to get the bad news out of the way uh yeah but it doesn't take away from the fact that this is alabama this is the best program in the country. It's the next man up, and that's exactly what happened. 48-17, to 17, Alabama Crimson Tide steamroll the Tennessee Volunteers. Right on over them. And, you know, our offense did not, it, you know, as much as praying for you, Jalen, but our offense went on without him, you know? And, I mean. Yeah, it, it really did. Uh, it, it does. We do lose a little bit of the deep threat, but yeah. with John Mechie in there, it really, you know, they, him and him and Devontae really take up that. Mm-hmm. Uh we're losing a little bit out of the slot, but credit to Slade Bolden. Uh, came in yesterday and really filled in. So, let's get into our breakdown. Mac Jones yesterday, 387 yards, 25 for 31. No touchdowns through mm-hmm. the air. But he did score on his own. He did score on his own. Uh, Mac Jones did have a QB sneak, one rushing touchdown. Um, but yeah, no, no, pa- no passing touchdowns yesterday for the Tide. Actually, and neither for Bryce Young either, who also came in at the end of the game three for five with thirty yards. No, t- no touchdowns through the air for the Tide yesterday. You know, it's kind of odd because I love to talk about Mac Jones. He is just—he is the next Heisman winner for me. But um, I just think he's an incredible quarterback. And you know, the thing about it with how he carries our team is, it's like, yes, like we didn't get any passing touchdowns yesterday, and still 48 to 17 and he still had 387 yards completed most all his passes i mean you know it's like and then he just went ahead and scored on his own so you know and not to mention you got our man Najee harris coming out here we don't even need to pass all the time when he's just gonna rush for three touchdowns yeah um just before we get into the running game mac jones is looking better and better and regardless if he wins the heisman or not mac jones is showing he's gonna win the heisman i hope so but mac jones is showing such great leadership i mean this kid is just doing it you look at yesterday right mac jones is on a career 
season. Insane numbers, beating everyone in his competition. He comes out and doesn't get to throw any touchdown. But you could see he was still on the offense. Mm -hmm. We got to get this done. And he is okay with winning whatever way possible. And I think that really showed yesterday. And that's something really special. Even if he doesn't win the Heisman, that's something that a national championship caliber team needs. And that's what this team has. And I think that's something that analysts weren't expecting either because everybody was worried about the loss of Tua. But this kid has been bringing it every single week. So shout out to Mac Jones. No no throwing touchdowns, but one rushing touchdown. Hell of a, hell of a performance. Oh, absolutely. You know, he was only 13 yards away from extending his streak of um, 400 plus yards of passing game. I wanted that for him. He was at 387. When Bryce came in, I was like, coach, one more drive. (laughs) One more drive. Uh, no, but Mac Jones, our team is doing great with him. I think he's a super super humble (laughs) player. (laughs) And I I just, I love to watch him on the field. Yeah. So, but again, getting it done on the ground. Najee Harris, 96 yards, uh, three touchdowns, 20 carries. Uh, Trey Standards also got in the game yesterday, 39 yards. Great to see him. Uh, we lost him last year. So it was great to see him back on the field. Long of a 20-yard run, longest of the game for any running back. Uh, and then Brian Robinson also gets in there, four carries, 29 yards, and one touchdown. Good to see B-Rob also contributing. Uh, but overall, the running backs for the Crimson Tide were just... Um, They're, they were great. They're they were great. great. They carried us, and they did exactly what they needed, and mm-hmm. it was great. No, it absolutely was great. I loved that, you know, I feel like um, our running game was great with Najee. And I love that John Menchie uh, got out there, you know, like we were talking about with Jalen. And, I mean, he had a great game. He had 151 receiving yards and a career high of seven catches. Like, our offense is just something else. Yeah. Um, listen, don't let the don't let the numbers fool you with no passing touchdowns. Our, our, our offense was great. Our receivers were great. Uh, like you said, John Machi, 151 yards. Slay Bolden getting out there with six receptions for 94 yards. Uh, so good to see him in a spot replacing Jalen Waddell. Obviously not producing the numbers that we're looking for yet. But first game, Slade really hasn't seen the field other than some trick plays in the past for his arm. Uh, so good to see him out on the field being fearless. He did have one fumble. But, again, first time back out in the field. Really hasn't had that much experience. So, great to see him come out with 94 yards. Uh, Devontae Smith was getting doubled pretty much all game. So, only seven receptions for him. But 73 yards. Pretty good, crucial receptions uh, when he did touch the ball. So, again, no complaints there. And Miller Forlisall still making a big impact. And you can start to see that the defenses are starting to realize that. Mm -hmm. Um. No, I feel like he's definitely on the come up. I think he's making a bigger name for himself. The past few weeks, we keep seeing his name. You know, he keeps making plays out there. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, the big story, again, defense, defense, defense. I loved watching our defense yesterday, y'all. I mean, you know, the past few shows back when we were in Oxford and we're talking about what was that defense, we got to man up for Georgia. Well, guess what? We manned up for Georgia. All right, defense, we got to keep it going the next week. Here we go. And here we were yesterday against Tennessee. I Our defense played extremely well. We held the volunteers to 302 yards of offense on 50 plays. I... I'm just really proud of like how we just keep constantly improving on that our defense. Yeah, uh, two fumble, two fumble recoveries from Malachi Moore, huge. Oh, Malachi Moore! I remember sitting there yesterday watching the game, and then he just gets that and just keeps going, and I'm like, is he going for it? He, uh, and he did man. that. I felt <laughs> knocked you over when that was happening. Yeah, I know. I felt bad. 
Not really, though. We scored. I mean, whatever. We got it. (laughs) It was one of those things that, like, jumped up. Taylor was, like, falling over. I was like, ah, but we're scoring. Like, I'll get you in a second. You just let me go. Uh, no, but seriously, a defensive score is always exciting to see. You, know, oh, you don't expect it. You know, it's two so, years in a row with a fumble yeah. recovery for a touchdown against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Good, great. Uh, it, it's always good. I it's always it. good beating the Volunteers. It is the best, you guys. Like, I can't wait to keep it going. You know, this is <sighs> year 14, and then we're going to get to year 15, and then it'll be year 50 one day, you know? And it's like, here we are. You Just know, keep it going. I, I keep saying this, but like... Every year we play Tennessee, I'm like, it can't keep going this long. Like, it can't. You can't. But then I remember Florida beat Kentucky for 31 years straight. So, I mean, like, it can keep going. It can very well keep going. Well, and the thing about it, too, is that Alabama's always a good team. So, until Tennessee gets better, (laughs) we're going to keep beating them. And we thought it was this year, too. Like We We did. Week two, we were giving Jeremy Pruitt props. Mm -hmm. I mean... We're, we're, we're praising him. We're doing everything. And we said this last podcast. You we know, did. Um, but, man, what happened? I think they just had a moment, and then they came right back down from it. It's just like, well, last year they go, they lose, what, their first four games. Mm-hmm. They come back. Crazy season. Full eligibility. They're on the up and up. Here come recruits. This year, everybody's saying, Tennessee's it. This is it. No. This is the year. They're coming back. And in the first two games, you're like, yeah, I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. And then even against Georgia, they, they put a good yeah, showing up against Georgia. They did. And then all of a sudden, Kentucky comes out of here and just whoops them. Yep. And then we come in and it's like, all right, Jeremy Pruitt just went from uh, most improved to uh, you better look for a new job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I said it at the beginning. I had hope for Tennessee. I was talking about them beginning of our podcast a few weeks ago. I was like, they're doing so much better. It's improvement. And then they played Kentucky, and I was like, mm, well. And the wheels fell off. There they went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, but, again, great, great performance for our defense. Uh, 54 total tackles, 44 <laughs> of those being solos, eight tackles for a loss. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, come on. It, just come on. We, we, we looked great. It was a beautiful No day. sacks, but that's okay. You know what? It was still 40. We can't get greedy. We can't we can. get greedy. We're doing that thing where we get spoiled. Also, Will Riker, making field goals, my man. Well, there we go. Making field goals. <laughs> I love it. I, every time this guy comes on the field, I'm just excited now. There. You know how great it is to just sit there and watch this kid line up for a field goal? And you're like, this is ice. He's going to make it. <laughs> this is ice. You know, as an Alabama fan, we worry about this. <laughs> so when we have good kicking... You know we're going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the, I don't think the last time I've watched someone make a, over a 35-yard field goal for Alabama since LSU-Alabama 2011, when yeah. that game was 9-6, to six, mm-hmm. um, which we lost. <laughs> <laughs> but then, in the national championship that year, we make, what, I think it was five field goals. Mm-hmm. But anyway, kicking game for Alabama, up and up. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Six for six on extra points, two for two. Long of 39 yards. I'm here for it. We love to see it. I'm so here for it. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm proud of it. <laughs> like, man. Um, but, yeah. Just an all-out domination for the Tide. Scored in every quarter. It was just... It yeah. was a good day. It was yeah. another win. <laughs> and we're going to keep the streak going, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't say anything more. We beat, we beat Tennessee. Again. 14 mm-hmm. years in a row. 
Last time they won was what, 2006? Yeah. Madonna was relevant still. We were like seven. We yeah. were seven. <laughs> um, what were some of the movies we saw? Over the Hedge. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Par- Pirates of the Caribbean 2. There's yeah. seven of those now. Right. Oh, The uh, Office was the still office on was cable. The Office was still on TV. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Basically what we're trying to say. Joe y'all, Rogan was still hosting Fear, Fear Factor. Factor. That was a great show. Did you ever Joe watch Rogan that? makes money off what we're doing now. Yeah. He's an all-time comedian. But I'm pretty sure... Yeah, hair too. Yeah, you know. Joe Rogan. <laughs> we're just... Basically, y'all, what we're trying to tell you is that it's been a long, long time since Tennessee has beat us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's going to be a long time until they beat us again. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So that's the wrap up on the Tide's big win against Tennessee. We'll be right back with week five, week four, week five recaps and prediction recaps. I'm not happy about it. We'll talk about it when we get back. All right. The Capstone, ninety point seven FM, WVUA. Welcome back, folks, to the Fourth and Goal Podcast. Uh, we are back with Week Five recaps. We made some predictions last week, and now we got to talk about them. Uh, you guys, I am not a big prediction queen. Come to find out, but you know, well, well, you had a good week. I guess I had a good. You, week. you had a good week. So but, let's. Sorry to interrupt you, but let's just let's let's start the listeners off with this. Okay. Um, overall records now are tied. Taylor and I are both 12 and 6 in the past two weeks that we've been keeping track of our predictions. We have slowly but surely upgraded our prediction game. First week was like 7 games. This week was 11. Now we have like 20. Let's put it this way. Predictions we love them. So we're going to keep them coming. <laughs> we do love them. I love to do them. I'm just keep trying to get better. It also makes it fun for us on Saturday because we're just trash talking each other every The whole I mean y'all should have seen us during the Auburn Ole Miss game yesterday. We were just going back and forth every time. That's that's kind of true. I and, was also um, openly rooting against Auburn even though I picked them. Yeah, and then I lost <laughs> the prediction because yeah. you know I tried to pick an upset cuz I Listen, lost the upsets and then I lose them again. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not happy with Auburn winning. You can I know. I hate that. But we got to get to it. First game on the list, Wisconsin-Illinois. You know, Wisconsin had a very strong showing. I mean, they kind of just came out there and dominated Illinois. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about freshman quarterback Graham Mertz. Yeah. 20 for 21, 248 yards, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns? This dude came out and balled. That that is some Trevor Lawrence thing. Five yeah, touchdowns? Yeah, uh, this kid was good. Oh. I, I I got to watch this game on Friday night, and I was impressed. This kid can sling it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's just moving Wisconsin right on up. Uh, Yeah, I'm Wisconsin impressed. legit. I, I, I'm, I don't want to say this too early because I feel like every year I'm like, oh, Wisconsin's got a chance. Mm-hmm. But I think Wisconsin's got a chance against Ohio State. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, uh, yep. Okay, we'll get to that. Change we'll my mind. We'll get to that. Next game we're going to go to, we'll keep it. Actually, let's go Notre Dame, Pittsburgh. So, this is another one for us. We both picked Notre Dame. We did. Notre Dame. Um, slaughter. <laughs> this was a blowout victory 45 to 3. Um, you know, I feel like the only thing I can really say about this game is it was a blowout and it just is keeping Notre Dame in the top five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, we were kind of talking about last week with the Louisville score. We were like, eh, is Notre Dame legit? Mm. They came out against this good pit team and they 
they, they stun some people. Yeah. And uh, as that Clemson game is moving it closer and closer, they keep proving themselves more and more. They do. And I, they're almost making me want to pick them. No. Not yet. Not yet. That's but maybe. Crazy. But maybe. A couple more, couple more 45 to 3 wins. Okay. You got my vote. They're not a Clemson. Yes, they might be improving, but a lot of teams improve, hey, and we don't call them the all Clemson All it takes Tigers. is one game that happens to be at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And you know, know what? Why don't you just hold your horses a little bit? We're not, not even know. there yet. Okay. Never know. Speaking of, though. Clemson. Should we talk about Clemson? Uh, yeah. What happened? <laughs> y'all, this was not their best performance by a long shot. Okay? I mean, do y'all realize that at one point it was 27 to 21 in the middle of the third quarter? Uh, yeah. I almost <laughs> ran home and got my Syracuse jersey. <laughs> Um, it was sloppy. It was, it was really, really sloppy on Clemson's part. It was not, I mean, after the game, I was watching uh, Dabo talk about it, and it got to the point where he was having to defend the team because everyone was, all the reporters were hating on him so much for them doing so bad. And he was like, well, we won, didn't we? Because we just- Against <laughs> Syracuse, one in, yeah. one in five Syracuse who lost to Liberty. Dabo, Dabo, I know, I know, dude. I love you, and I get it. You try to play this underdog card, but like- you can't be number one for this long and be like, well, you can't hate on us because we won. No. No. You didn't. You almost lost. Like, you almost lost to Syracuse. You, guys. Uh, they were. <laughs> they went into this game as a 40-plus point favorite and found themselves clinging to 27-21 in the middle of the third quarter. I'm a Syracuse fan, and I I almost want to say this is good play by Syracuse, but it's not. Like, they're not good. I'm sorry. No, but you know what's funny is if the other week when, you know, we were laughing about you picking them, you know, if we would have watched <laughs> the game, there would have been a point where you could have been like, wait, this might have been an okay pick. <laughs> I, honestly, I said that to you while we were watching the game. I was like, um, um I should have picked Syracuse. <laughs> so well, everybody, everybody that was watching the game with us, we turned around yeah. and it, the update came up, and it was like Syracuse just picked off Trevor Lawrence, pick six. It's twenty-seven to twenty-one, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Well, there <laughs> is something else I want to talk about: Trevor Lawrence and his first ever pick sets. What you know, this is arguably knocking him off as a Heisman possibility. Oh, I don't know about that. He still threw for two touchdowns. I, but think okay this is my does it opinion. help his chance do i think he gets as many first place votes as he did last week no i think he's the underdog i don't think they want him as heisman i think they would like fields or mac jones i disagree with that i think everybody's looking for number one pick heisman candidate okay and that's what trevor lawrence is probably gonna be um no don't get me wrong but but i will say Performances like this in the ACC mm-hmm. do not compare to Mac Jones tearing up in the SEC. That's true. I sent you that cam- comparison earlier. So I almost called an emergency podcast in the beginning. He of this did. Week. It was on like a Tuesday, and he's like, "We got to record." I'm like, I- "I'm taking a test." <laughs> I'm like- Basically, we took the stats. Trevor Lawrence. Actually, I'll put them up right here. I got them right here. Um, we took the stats of Trevor Lawrence, compared them, averaged them mm-hmm. to Mac Jones. And what did we get, Taylor? We see that Mac Jones, not including these past games, okay. but we see that Mac Jones is leading in average total yards per game, mm-hmm. 379, to Trevor Lawrence's 308. Mm-hmm. Uh, touchdowns per game, they're both averaging three. Kind of lucky because Trevor Lawrence did have five touchdowns against Georgia Tech. Yeah. Which is fair. Great right. performance. Uh, QBR, average QBR for the season, 
Mac Jones at 96.1. Trevor Lawrence at 90.8. And then completion percentage, Mac Jones 77.89. Trevor Lawrence 75.8. Interceptions now changed. Right. But Mac Jones was averaging 0.5 with an interception in Texas A&M and Georgia. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence didn't have an interception until this game. So that's the only category he was leading in. But otherwise, Mac Jones, he's still there. You know, I have to say, personal feelings, I don't hate Trevor Lawrence. I think I he's, he's a great player. Listen, I'm a Jets fan. I, I want him on the team next year. Yeah. Send it. <laughs> I just think, I don't know. I just feel like he's not the most liked quarterback. I feel like they want to see Fields or they want to see Jones. I feel like they're going to use this game um, to Trevor Lawrence's like, disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that with Justin Fields. I would. I think it's going to be hard to say that the media is going to fight for Mac Jones Heisman. I just don't. I, they don't yeah. like us. They don't like us. They never. Well, because um, we win too much. They never want to give anything to us. I mean, listen, <laughs> that's that's a little overly critical and biased that they don't like us. But I just think people have been saying Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields for way too long, mm-hmm. and then now that Mac Jones is here, it's like. I don't know. I just don't think people like to be wrong. So well. Um, I guess speaking of our possible Heisman candidate, how about Ohio State versus Nebraska? Yeah, this one was a little interesting. Uh, Ohio State kind of struggled in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they came out, took care of business, 52-17. to 17, Justin Fields, 20 for 21, 276 yards, two touchdowns. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Is... You can, you know, we can say, we can hate on Fields all day, but he, he's a difference maker. He is a great player. I mean, they have a loaded team and it's led by him. I mean, they had an almost perfect game yesterday. Listen, we, we can hate on Justin Fields, but there's one thing we can say about Justin Fields. It makes me very happy. What's that? Georgia was wrong. (laughs) That is true. It's true. Georgia was absolutely wrong about him. He's a great player. I've been saying this. Why is... Again, not to bring up the past, but Jake Fromm, not not anywhere near Justin Fields. No. It's very clear. It, he's just an athlete. Fields is a great player. Yeah. I mean, he I mean, he was almost perfect yesterday. I mean, he was 20 for 21. Yeah, I mean, granted, <laughs> it's Nebraska. Nebraska is arguably the Arkansas of the Big yeah. Ten. Not this year's Arkansas. Right. Arguably. Um, so, you know. I mean, it's great game. first game of the year. Yeah. He did great. You yeah. know, I think it's going to keep going up from here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Next game, this was the first game we differed on last week. Uh, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Very close game. Very great game to watch. Unfortunately, Iowa State loses to Oklahoma State, making Taylor right. It was not, unfortunately. Um, this is what I really wanted to get to, you guys, because my prediction was right. And I knew it was going to be right. Because Brandon didn't choose Oklahoma State for a petty, petty reason. Brandon, why did you not choose them again? Uh, cause my sister wants to go there and I refuse to support that. Not that, no, let me, let me rephrase that for when she listens to this. Mm-hmm. I support whatever's cool Megan decides to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm a very supportive brother. However, when it comes to competition and she's putting the Oklahoma State game on at home over the Alabama game on, mm-mm. that's not how the Mariah's house rolls and she knows that. So I had to pick Ohio- Iowa well, State. I, I'm and you know what? It. You know what? Next week, who they play? I'll give you a prediction right now. Horns up. Let's go Texas. <laughs> That's probably not true. I'm definitely going Oklahoma State. Well. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, this was a good game. It was really good to watch. Uh, both teams came out and showed their toughness. I think both teams are probably the top tier of the Big 12. Well, you know what I feel like this was? This win was kind of a reminder that the Big 12 isn't out of the playoff conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, um, I 
Yeah. And I think Oklahoma State has great defense, and I think they showed that yesterday. Yeah. It, I, again, like just like you said, it they they put them in the they put them in the conversation, and uh, someone to look out for yeah. Oklahoma State. So uh, let's go to one that we were both wrong on now. Uh, Penn State losing a heartbreaker to Indiana. First well, game of the who season. saw that coming? Listen, a lot of people were talking about Indiana being good this year. I did not think this. I thought Penn State was going to be a lot better. Um, again, it's tough to say it's the first game, but in a season like this, losses are way bigger than they ever were. Well, especially with this game, because you know there was some uh, controversy over the whole two-point conversion that had them win the game anyways. Yeah, it, you know... Football's weird like that, but at the end of the day, the rule is if the ball breaks the line, it's in, and that's it. That that happened. Um, I, I've watched it a couple times now, mm-hmm. and I could say it could easily go either way. But at the end of the day, the criteria is the ball has to touch the line, and it met the criteria. It's just what it was. It, yeah, it's one of those kind of is what it is. And at this point, Penn State just needs to move on because they got Ohio State next. And they're just going to need to just, you know, this, Listen, yeah, tough loss, but they got to get ready. Right. <laughs> but this loss is, it's bad because of COVID season and losses count way more. However, if they can turn around and beat Ohio State next week, it they're, right back, they're yeah. right back in it. It might, right. honestly, it might eliminate the Big Ten until Wisconsin loses. Yeah. That's a good point. Not to say that it will, because odds are Ohio State or someone with one loss is probably going to get in over an Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. But you never know. It, it, Penn State, you're not dead yet, but you got work to do. You got a lot of work to do. Um, let's go to the ACC. Because why not? Because you love them so much. <laughs> and it, it, yeah. Anyway. UNC, big recovery after last week's loss. Huge win, 48-21. Sam Howell looking good again. Yeah. Nothing to complain about with UNC. They're a good team. Had a bad week last week, but they came up big, and they won their game. So, you know, I can't say anything. I, I really can't. They they did exactly what they needed to do, and yeah. just no, I mean, their, their defense finally came out and finally the turnovers they needed, and I mean, it just finally it helped them gain the victory. You know? Yeah, they just look good. Yeah. Good win for them. Um, nothing much else to say here. Uh, game that we didn't p- couple games that we didn't pick to quickly go over. Number 19, Virginia Tech with a loss to Wake Forest. Uh, unranked Wake Forest, great win for them. Really interesting game. Uh, didn't see much of it, but kind of a shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, also, number 20, 20, Kansas State. Big win over Kansas, uh, putting them up in the rankings, and we'll talk about that in the next section. Uh, the next game I want to go to that is not on the top 25 list, <laughs> and for good reason, uh, Auburn Ole Miss will go right to that. Oh, here's the funny thing about Auburn Ole Miss is that I had picked Ole Miss because I was like, it's going to be an upset. It's going to happen. And I made Brandon pick Auburn because I'm like, we have to disagree so that I win. Yeah. And the funny part about it is Brandon might have won, but he's not very happy about it. <laughs> Listen, anytime Auburn wins, I'm not happy. And this game was in no means... Auburn winning. No. That's <laughs> this was a mess. I think I said a couple shows back about Oklahoma, Texas. Yes. Uh, puke in a confetti cannon or something like mm-hmm. that. That's exactly what this was. It was a nail biter and it was terrible. It was terrible all around. The teams in this were awful. And honestly, every week I watch Auburn football, Bo Nix looks worse and worse to me. Yes. Yeah, he went 23 for 30 and he had one touchdown and he had 238 yards. But man, was it bad to watch 
It wasn't a pretty. You know the cool. thing that I keep I, I keep disliking Auburn more and more because they keep this is not the second time they've won the season strictly out of missed calls. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it listen. It just it just wasn't good. It didn't look good. Um, but Auburn gets away with the win, and it, yeah, mm. you, you just gotta you gotta live with it and. We'll see how they are next week. Uh, LSU came back. Another one that we didn't pick, but LSU came back after an iffy start to the season. Uh, came back, took care of South Carolina at home. They found their new quarterback, it looks like. Well, that's the thing. is I think we're about to see a brand new um, LSU. So, that's the thing about LSU is they found their quarterback, TJ Finley. And I think, I don't know. I mean, I could be completely wrong and we dominate per usual. Or, you know, both sides of the ball keep getting better. They're, you know, their talent's showing up. And it might be a game by the time we play them. Hey, listen, it's possible. Um, I don't know. 24 points to South Carolina. It's still not that good on the defensive front. But they put up good numbers on offense. So we'll definitely get to see. Uh, crazy how fast the Miles Brennan era went right out the door. That oh, was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Next game, Kentucky-Missouri. Uh, this is a loss for both of us. Uh, yeah, Daniel Coy, you have no respect on this podcast anymore. No, he does not. Because you know what he told me yesterday, Brandon? Because you know, Kentucky lost to Missouri. And I was like, Daniel, they lost, and I picked him for you. And he goes, yeah, I knew they were going to lose. I just, you owed me. You had to pick them as you did it the week before. And I was like, that's it. Yeah, you're that's done. That's it. You can't, I will never back you up again no. on this podcast. No, until we start talking about basketball, which is never. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kentucky is not going to be in, in good favor on this show. And, yeah, there was nothing much to say about that game. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> it was a good game, but it was just like, eh, yeah. you know. Uh, and finally, the game of the night, um, Michigan-Minnesota. This was, I won! Yeah, this was another win for two. Yeah. Uh, but, man, Michigan. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. <laughs> okay. kind of came out there. Okay. Yeah. Um... You know, this was what I said last week on the podcast was this is Harbaugh's year to make it or break it. I think fans are getting antsy. I think people need to see results or otherwise they're done with them. And boy, were there some results in this game. Um, I'm saying Minnesota's a good team. uh, Great program. But Michigan. Wow. Um, Thank you, Michigan. No, I got to beat Brandon again. (laughs) New quarterback, Joe Milton, 15 for 22, 225 passing yards, one touchdown. Uh, I believe he also had a rushing touchdown, but cannot confirm that. Um, no, he did not. Uh, no, he did. Yeah, he did. That's right. Uh, and then their running backs, Hassan Haskins, two touchdowns, 82 yards. Zach, whoa, don't know that name. Hmm. Tough name to pronounce. Yeah. Uh, backup running back, <laughs> seventy yards, one touchdown. Michigan looking good. Yeah. Listen, couple more wins like this, and we'll know how to say your name, Michigan. But uh, until then, right. you we know, don't have faith in you yet. But a, good win. It was a good win for you, and I'm I'm very pleased with the fact that I'm you know got to win another prediction, y'all. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that I think that about wraps up. Yeah. Recaps of eight, the week. Eight and three for Taylor this week. Seven and four for me. Not a good showing. Uh, but when we come back. We're going to get uh, predictions going again, and I'm going to do well this week. I think I might. I'm gonna I, do I think I'm going to lose one game. Okay. I'm probably going to lose like seven, but. We shall see. Yeah. We'll see. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7, the capstone. 
Welcome back, folks, to the fourth and goal podcast. This is now our third time trying to record part three. Um, Technical difficulties today have been killing us. Would y'all believe that we kind of went through this whole thing and now we're going to do it all again for you? But it's okay because hey, it's predictions. Third time is Trump. And I love predictions. Y'all know how I feel about predictions. Third try, part three. Three's a lucky number. Three is Let's a lucky get number. into it. Let's go. <laughs> I got too excited. <laughs> Let's jump in, y'all. in number one against Boston College. Taylor, take it away. All right, well, here's the thing. I mean, we have to talk about it because it's number one Clemson. But, y'all, this this isn't a game. This is Boston College. Um, <laughs> Doug Flutie ain't walking through that door, guys. The, the Tigers are going to take home this win, yeah. and we all know that. Yeah. Clemson so. with the win. Um, next game, number two. Alabama versus Mississippi State night game. Brian Denny. Obviously, we're going Alabama. Uh, obviously, do y'all know who you're listening to? Um, here's the thing, y'all. There's absolutely no chance that Mississippi State is taking the tide. Here, this is how I like to put it. Very simply, Mississippi State has won one game this season, and they're not going to make it to two by beating Alabama. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. You got my vote. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, number three, Ohio State versus number eighteen, Penn State. The only ranked matchup of the week. Yes. What do you got? I got Ohio State. You got Ohio State. Yeah. It, again, Ohio State can go against them. Uh, Penn State coming off a loss. Ohio State coming off a win. It, you can't. You can't mm-hmm. come. You can't come against them. Fields is just so good. He is pretty so good. good. He is pretty good. Um, next, we're going to number four Notre Dame versus Georgia Tech. Taylor, would you like to pick Georgia Tech this week? Okay, you know what, y'all? He is never going to let me live this no, down. No, I'm absolutely And I not. never picked Georgia Tech. There was just a time, and I was trying to give them a little credit, and then uh, Clemson killed them 73-7. Yeah. But anyways, okay. so I'll be going for Notre Dame. It's <laughs> probably a good pick. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, speaking of things I will not be cheering for anymore, number five, Georgia versus Kentucky. Georgia. Mm, always. <laughs> yeah, Georgia. Georgia's going to beat Kentucky. Um, yeah. Daniel Coy's feelings aside. There, yeah. Oh, no feelings aside there. Daniel Coy after <clears throat> yeah. beating on me, trying to make me pick a losing team this week. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now I'm picking against you, babe. Yeah, listen. Daniel Coy's been trying to tell me that Kentucky's going to win the East in football for like four years now. Um, I keep telling him that the word he's looking for is basketball. Right. Still hasn't gotten through the mind. Well, so, I, well, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it he's out. He's a smart kid. And we'll be there. He's, he's a smart, smart kid. kid. He he's is. Um, All right. Yeah. Number six, Oklahoma State versus Texas. Brandon, what are you doing? Horns up, baby. Let's go Texas. Upset alert, ladies and gentlemen. I am going for Texas. Oh, yeah, we're both on this. I don't know why. Oh, oh. It's maybe because I picked it first. I actually, you know what? He knows I picked it first, but the last recording didn't happen, so y'all will never have the proof. Nope, nope. Anyways. Well, can, um, the jury, can the jury please play back the record? No, they cannot. They don't have the record. Well, here's the thing. Tough. I think Texas is going to win <laughs> because they won more in the matchups over the years, and I think they're going to surprise people because I know Oklahoma State's number six, but I think they always win, and I think, think it's going to be an upset, and I'm going for Texas. Yeah, as of right now, I, Oklahoma State hasn't played anyone, and I think that's why a lot of people are favoring right. Texas. Um, so, this is a great game for Oklahoma State. It's a great game for the fans. It's a great game for everybody because if Oklahoma State wins, they're now in the playoff talks. We can talk about them. They mm-hmm. beat someone irrelevant. And now it's good for them. Right. Or, or, Oklahoma State loses a big 12 out and it's a great thing. And I get a prediction, right? It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so, you know, I'm here for it. I'm here for this game. I, I like it. Yeah. I'm in. Let's do it. 
Let's go number seven, Cincinnati versus Memphis. Uh, yeah, this one's going to Cincinnati. Absolutely. Um, can't count out Memphis. They're a good mm-hmm. team, and you never know what's going to happen in the American. But um, I think I feel like that's a good way to put it. Like I would pick Cincinnati, but I'm not saying Memphis doesn't have a chance. Yeah. It, yeah. Again, it, it's you never know. You never know with these teams. You just you don't, and it's interesting. It's going to be fun. I but yeah. Oh. Cincinnati here. Cincinnati for sure. Well, Brandon, what about our number eight, Texas A&M versus Arkansas? Who are you going? So, like I've said in the past, I think A&M's the second best team in the West. And again, again, Georgia is one loss to Florida away from um, from being in the playoff talks. Yeah. One, one loss SEC team with a quality win over Florida, who would then prove themselves over Georgia. Right. You got to take a nightmare as well as Arkansas has been playing as great of a season as they're putting together and credit to them, credit to Sam Pittman, credit to that whole program. But Texas A&M is good. Yeah, I'm taking Texas A&M. Yeah, I I think they're the better team. And like I was telling Brandon earlier, they've only had one loss this season and and it was to Alabama. I mean, who can blame them? You know, they're still a good team. I mean, you can't base losing to us of being a bad team. Yeah, no, they, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I have nothing more to say on that. All right, number nine, Wisconsin versus Nebraska. On Wisconsin, on Wisconsin. For sure, I think Wisconsin is coming off a strong win against Illinois, and Nebraska is coming off a tough blowout loss to Ohio State. And I got Wisconsin on this. Yeah, um, Wisconsin looked really impressive. Uh, their new quarterback Mertz is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you can't argue against them. They're playing well. And they look good. They look good. For sure. Uh, what are we going to next? We Number are 10, going... Florida, Mizzou? Yeah. You like that. Oh, this is my favorite. All right, y'all. This is my big upset alert this week. Hear me now. Upset alert. Missouri is going to beat Florida. Brandon does not feel this way, but let me tell you why I feel this way. Missouri has been playing really tough this year. I think that's going to be a surprise. I think that we assume Florida's a great team, but you know, when it comes down to it, they've only beat South Carolina and Ole Miss this year, and that really doesn't say much. Missouri's coming off two back-to-back wins against LSU and Kentucky, and I think it's an upset alert, and I think y'all are going to be surprised. Yeah, you know, I see where you're coming from because Mizzou has been playing some good football, but Florida off a two-week bye, essentially, with the COVID stuff. At home, Dan Mullen's going to have him ready to go. Florida's going to win this matchup. I can't wait to prove him wrong. Uh-huh, yeah. BYU, Western Kentucky, number 11 BYU. What do you got? I got BYU. Yeah, again. Who is Western Kentucky? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> listen, BYU is playing really good football, and they're just like UCF in 2017. Um, they just play tough. They don't play great competition, mm-hmm. but... They're entertaining to watch, and they win games, so yeah. they're here, and they're not going to go anywhere anytime soon, so, yep. Going BYU? Yeah, you got to go BYU. Uh, number 12 is Miami. They are not playing this week. Right. So, um, we got number 13, Michigan versus Michigan State. Michigan all Obviously, away. Michigan. Yeah, yeah Michigan for sure. Away. It's um, just not the same level of playing field, and Michigan will win this game. Yeah, I mean, Michigan <laughs> came out and dominated last week, so you can't pick against them. It's... You just got to keep it going. Yeah. Uh, number 14 is Oregon, who is not also not playing, playing this week, and they yes. don't play for another two weeks. Right. Uh, so we got to go to number 15, UNC, with a big bounce back win from last week. Now playing UVA. 
Oh, for sure, I got UNC. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the Florida State game was a fluke, and you could see they got dominated early, but they did come back mm-hmm. 28 unanswered in the second half. They did. Um, you know, I think they had a bad game. I don't think they're a bad team. No, so. I think I think Coach Brown has got them playing well, and I think UNC is going to be someone to watch for the next few years, mm-hmm. um, especially because Sam Howell is so young. Right. Um. So, yeah, I got UNC here. I, I don't see them going anywhere either. You know, they're going to be a good mid-tier, top-tier team in the ACC. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll take them. I agree. All uh, right. We're going to number 16, Kansas State versus West Virginia. You know, I feel like people are going to say Kansas State because they're the ones who are ranked right now. They've been doing good. But I'm going to take the upset on this one. I'm going to go West Virginia. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a terrible pick. Games in West Virginia. Um Kansas State really hasn't shown anything great to us. They did have a big win against Kansas last week, and they do look dominant. I'm going to take Kansas State just because of that. They look, you know, it's hard to pick against a team with 40, 50-point wins. It um, is, but it's fun if you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm not discrediting you there. Um, I don't know. I just think Kansas State has been playing really good football. So I don't really see them dropping a game to West Virginia. However, West Virginia is kind of a streaky team. Mm-hmm. They do have talent, so... Again, this is one of those where I'm picking the ranked team, but don't be surprised right. if the other side uh, yes, comes Yes, don't out. be surprised when we're on here a week from now, and I'm giving Brandon a hard time because I was right about everything this well, week. let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, I'm just saying. Um, next game is going to number 17, Indiana, against not ranked Rutgers. <laughs> um, Indiana coming off a big win against Penn State last week. Overtime win. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers also had a pretty good win for themselves. I still got Indiana, though. Yeah, it's tough, yeah. To, it's tough to pick against a team who comes out week one and beats Penn right. State. Yeah, that was a good one. Who was really touted to be a good team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Indiana's on the up and up, and you got to look out for them, and I think Indiana's going to keep rolling. Absolutely. Uh, so we now got to go to number 18, Penn State, who we've already picked against Ohio State. So number 19, Marshall versus FIU, Friday night game. Um, I'll go with Marshall. <laughs> I can't tell you. I watched this game. I'm going to be honest with you, but... uh. Listen, Marshall, Marshall's <laughs> undefeated. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Marshall, it's Marshall. There's not much to say about them, guys. They don't play a lot of people, but yeah, <laughs> it's Marshall. Uh, Coastal Carolina versus Georgia State, Taylor. Oh, I have to go coast, Coastal Carolina. Being from Georgia, y'all, I don't know if you know this, but we have a state versus Southern things. You got Georgia State, you got Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern is my family school, and I will never root against them. All right. So there you have it. Two Coastal Carolina picks right there. Uh, then we go to number 21, which I believe is USC, was not playing correct. Right. Uh, so then we go to number 22, SMU, SMU. Mustangs. That's the that's their... Mustangs. Yeah, okay. That's their All right. Uh, the last time we were recording, guys, which wasn't recorded. We got um, to this game, and then we went on the screen, and it had not recorded anything. Yeah, and I also called beautiful. them, like, ponies or something like that. But yeah, so maybe SM- it's for the best. Yeah, <laughs> SMU Mustangs against Navy. Uh, I got SMU here. SMU's been playing good football as well, uh, mm-hmm. and Navy is Navy. Um, yeah, I got SMU. Yeah. yeah. Um, Navy really won't have my pick until they play Army at the right. end of the year. Okay. So, I feel that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, SMU here. Uh, number 23, Iowa State versus Kansas. Uh, last week, Iowa State lost to Oklahoma State. So this, actually, we did say that Oklahoma State really hasn't played anyone, but uh, the win over Iowa State's a pretty good that win. Was, yeah. Um, 
And I don't take anything away from Iowa State. They played hard. They lost by three. Mm-hmm. And the better team won. The better team right. won. Right. So. I would take Iowa State. You're going to take Iowa State over Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Oklahoma. Oh, I was, like, yeah, I was like, like, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long day recording, guys. We've had so many tries to get this ready. It's just not been going well. Um, but we're here. We're and here. we're making we're it here. happen because we would never leave y'all hanging. We love our fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mom and dad. <laughs> we yeah. love you. Shout out mom and dad. Yeah. Shout out to my family who listens to this. Yeah. Um, listen, if you want a shout out, just DM me on Instagram. Swipe up on my story. I'll, I'll spend a total section shouting Yeah, out. y'all, get me to 10K so I can, like, share the link into my Instagram story. Do you know that's a thing? Live. Yeah. Do you know that was a thing? I can't, like, put the link into my story unless I have, like, 10,000 followers. Yeah. I have, like, three, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Might be pushing it. I don't, I don't see, know. I don't see myself getting 10,000 followers. Maybe we should do too. Instagram shout-outs. <laughs> Okay. Like Nick Saban on the pod. Yeah. Oh my. God. That all. That's all we need. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if we just we can't call even get him, pa- we can't even get press credentials for the actual game. But no. Like, but I, I'm sure if we call Nick Saban, he'll want to come over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet we could get near him. I think we could get like Slate Bolden though. Sure. Malachi yeah. Moore, yeah. freshman. You know. Let's get Najee. Not. You know, I've met. I've interviewed Najee before. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, all right. Met Najee too. Our social setting. Okay. It's cool. He actually interviewed him. Yeah, I'm tight with him. We're yeah, like, we're like are boys. you? Yeah, he knows me by Mariah, so. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. What game <laughs> are we at? <laughs> I don't even know. 24, 25. Who's 24? 24 is what? Oklahoma. What's oh, going on? Good Lord, Oklahoma. Mm. This is what I wanted to talk about, folks. We added it on here for a reason. It's because Oklahoma's ranked, which is terrible. How do you really feel? Oh my, I wish I could see him right now. Oh. How are they ranked? How are they ranked? How are they ranked? Please tell me how they're ranked. They have two losses. How are they ranked? I don't know, but you're kind of acting like one of those like dramatic boys. Like when you guys like, you know, lose a video game and you like want to punch a wall and stuff. It's kind of what you're reminding me of. <laughs> um, I just don't understand how they're ranked, guys. They lost to I don't... so many people. I don't know. I don't know how you lose two games and you're still ranked, but... They're, you know, and they're yeah, definitely they're gonna probably going to win. They're going to win. Listen, Oklahoma's going to win. So they're probably going to keep moving up in the ranks. <laughs> so. I hate the Big 12. I know. All right. Well, you know what? We still got, we got Boise State that we're left with. Uh, Number 25. Boise State and Air Force. Boise State's going to win, guys. Yep. <laughs> Boise State is also 1-0, so. Yeah. I've only played one game. Well, here they are. Boise State, I have never, like, really, you know, I feel like Boise State is just, like, one of those teams you don't really think about, except I I had a friend in high school, biggest Boise State fan I've ever met. Such a front runner, probably from the 2012 <laughs> I just called, I hope he, is it a guy? It's a guy. Yeah, yeah. I hope he listens to this podcast, because I, I just called out his entire high school personality. I haven't, I haven't talked to him in about, like, four years. But... We might have to DM him the link. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm going to be like, hey, I think... Brian. Brian's his name. Yeah, Brian. Brian's It was Brian. Brian was a Boise State fan. Brian's full of it. Unless he grew up in Idaho and moved to Georgia, I don't want to hear it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I would we'll talk, have to figure out Brian's... I talked to the kid in a long time. For part two of Brian's story. <laughs> nah, uh, we have one more game to pick, and folks, it is. It is not a good game. Well. Do you know what that game is? Is it LSU and Auburn? Yeah, it's LSU oh, and Auburn. there we are. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's some. I'm gonna pick LSU. Football. 
Are you not? I, I don't know who I'm going to pick. Well, here's the thing. I feel like we're not giving LSU any credit No, it's anymore. in Auburn. It's in Auburn. Some call is going to go Auburn's way. It's definitely going to Auburn. Uh, y'all, you know, uh, okay, the way um, Brandon just freaked out about Oklahoma is how I want to freak out about Auburn. I am over them, and they then how they win over missed calls. <laughs> like, they have not, like, won. Like, they don't. They did not earn any of the, those two wins. See, I grew up as an Alabama fan, so you just get used to it. I grew no up as an Alabama fan. I know you fan. did. I know you did. My grandma went here. I, I'm not saying She lived in Harris. I was talking about this thing. She's talking about me. But what I was saying is, when you watch as much Auburn, Alabama football as you do, and I'm sure you have, you gotta understand this happens. Miss calls. And everything that's lucky for Auburn. <laughs> I understand, but it doesn't mean I have to like it, and I don't enjoy oh, yeah, it, I mean, and I, I don't, don't like find it, it either, fair, but it's just like, and I won't support it. I don't, I'm, I'm not supporting <laughs> it either, but like at some point, you're gonna go crazy if you keep thinking about it. All right, well, I'm picking LSU. I'm picking Auburn. Okay. I think, you know what? I think LSU is going to surprise you. They found their quarterback, and I think we're going to see a Listen, new them. I hope so. I keep telling everyone that listens to this podcast, I pick Auburn, and if they lose, I'm still happy. <laughs> like, I can't pick them. I Taylor, got, Taylor got mad at me when we were watching the game because I was telling her that, and she was like, you can't be in the middle of everything. Yeah. And I very well can. I can't no, lose. You, you can't, can't be lose. in the middle. Don't put yourself in positions to lose, and you won't lose. Well, th- yeah, it's just not how the world works. Um, that's how my world works. All right. Well, your world <laughs> isn't reality. Uh, yeah. All right. We got the top 25. Yeah. We got LSU Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Can't include them in the top 25. Ole Miss and Vandy. Ole Miss Ole and Miss. Vandy. <laughs> Ole Miss. Dang, I don't know. That's a, that's a toughie. It's a good baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, y'all. It's been fun. Yeah. The fourth time around, it's it's been fun. We love you. <laughs> Our fans at home watching. All right, but in all seriousness, Brandon, how you feeling? Football's going to make me go crazy. Yep. Honestly, I'm going to start wearing my Apple Watch during the show because, like, I think my heart rate just is not good. Like, I might... <laughs> It's not good. All right. Outlook for outlook from the fourth and go podcast hosts. Not great. <laughs> we'll be better next week, but like, man, we tried to record this show four times. So many times. It's okay though. We did it. I need a new computer. We. <laughs> All right, come on. Good, good. Um. Yay! All right. (laughs) This is great, y'all. We love you. Thank you for listening. Even through our many, many tries, we made it for you. And we will be back next week with the 4th and Goal podcast. Yep. Roll tide, baby. (laughs)